holy guacamole man i don't i don't don't say holy guacamole all that often (laughs) why the fuck did i just say that i don't know why you said it now holy guacamole (laughs) like what the hell Welcome to Rated NA, the podcast for the website nerdappropriate.com. This is episode number 203, and uh, I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Ash. And that's it for tonight. That's it. We're done. <laughs> See you guys later. I mean, that's it for the hosts. Now, we, we have a special guest tonight. This was a, a fun interview we just did with uh, Milana Vintrube, who yeah. is on Other Space right now on Yahoo Screen. Um, you guys may know her uh, as the, the face of AT&T as well. And she was also... She's a, was it Tina, I think, on Silicon Valley? <laughs> was Gilfoyle's uh, uh, girlfriend on Silicon Valley? Or a character from a long time ago that you'll hear about in the interview? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So this one was uh, an absolute blast, and she is super, super funny. She's uh, doing uh, comedy in L.A. right now as well. And, um, you know, so we'll, uh, you know, share this interview in just a couple seconds. But what's going on, Matt? How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if I don't sound it. Yeah. Um I think you and I both are in the same stages of work right now where we are in crunch time for different things and yeah. so I'm working very long hours and uh just trying to do do the thing, man. Just trying yeah, to, try you, to man. try to play that game. Yeah. So yeah, definitely there's some, some crunching going on, a lot of a lot of long hours and scrambled back to do this interview and it's a good one. It is. I'm glad we did. Um yeah. So uh, this podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Uh, Loot Crate's a monthly subscription that you can pay a little bit of money and get a box full of awesome things in the mail. Um, we don't, we ha- I haven't received my May one yet, but it's too late for you to sign up, and we don't have the June text. But I'm going to say it's something nerdy and cool. Uh, but the box has always uh, got a bunch of exclusive stuff in it, usually like T-shirts and alternate cover comics and all this other awesome things. So uh, head on over to lootcrate.com slash rated NA and uh, use the code rated NA and you get 10% off and you help out the podcast. Um, Hey, Ash, I know we're going to talk more in depth about what you've been up to this week, probably next week, but what have you been up to this week? Man, um, I'm eagerly awaiting a whole bunch of new games, but I I also, um, we'll we'll talk about this at length next week, but I went and saw Mad Max and holy guacamole, man. I don't, I don't say holy guacamole all that often. <laughs> why the fuck did I just say that? I don't know why it's you like said a, it now. <laughs> holy guacamole. Like, what the hell? Um, but damn, that was a, that was a really good movie. Uh, yeah. I cannot wait to talk about it with you guys. And uh, I, I don't know. I got Witcher 3 ready to go. I got the new episode of Life is Strange ready to go. We watched a all, whole bunch of other space we want to talk about and review. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about other space next episode. And, uh, you know, you know. We we got a good one. I think two hundred four is going to be a good one too, man. Should be fun. Yeah. What about you? What have you been doing? Um, in the most nerd appropriate thing I've probably done in a long time, I broke out in the second worst case of hives I've ever had in my entire life this past Ooh. weekend, which prevented me from uh going to see Mad Max. But uh, so I didn't do a whole lot. I slept. Um, I took I took enough Benadryl on Saturday to I think put a rhinoceros down and. <laughs> 
I at first tried to stay awake during it. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm fine. Like maybe it doesn't put me to sleep. Uh, and, um, I started hearing my voice like outside of my head. It was a really weird experience. I started talking. You don't, you don't take Benadryl that much well, Benadryl and, and try and stay awake. Yeah. I took, I took, um, a full, so that M- Melissa went to the pharmacist and was like, my husband's, you know, breaking out in high and I, there were weird hives, but anyways, it was breaking out really bad. And he was like, okay, have him take the liquid stuff and take pills at the same time because the liquid will hit and then the pills will come in after that. So I took like a full dose of liquid Benadryl and like a full dose of the pills Benadryl and like an hour into still being awake, I was talking and hearing my own voice and I could hear my voice like slowing down. Like I felt (laughs) like I was like a record, like being slowed down while I was talking and I finally just looked at Melissa. I was like, I think I should probably go to sleep. And she's like, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate like, being okay. that sick. It's the absolute worst. So I did that Saturday. That was like basically the entirety of my Saturday. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I really did not, that kind of wiped out my weekend. I didn't get to do much else. So I'm going to hopefully see uh, Mad Max in the next day or two. Yeah. And, uh, You're going to like it. Oh, I will. I want to see Pitch Perfect as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot that was out. Yeah. Need to go see that. That's a that was a sleeper hit. The first one was like I didn't. I avoided it. I feel like for a while, and then finally I watched it. And I was like, this is a this is a charming, funny movie. As soon as there, as soon as some barf happened in that movie, I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> like, you know, like it just crossed that big line, and I was like, oh, I'm sold on this film. So, uh, yeah. It's good. It's good. Well, let's well, uh, let's jump into our interview. What yeah. Do you say? Let's not delay any further. This is a all really right. fun interview. Yeah, it was a good time. So here is our chat with Milana Weintrub, all about other space. Start. <laughs> we did it. Um. So tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, I do have. I'm going to cut you off already. Great. Uh, I was I was frantically trying to figure out how to say your name correctly, and I actually did a Google search um, how to say your how to say uh, Milana Vintrub correctly. Did I say that close? Yeah. All right, that's pretty close. But I did a Google search, and one of the first things that popped up was a tweet that you tweeted last year that says, "I don't know how to pronounce my own name correctly." <laughs> Yeah, well, because there's no right way. Like, it's a German name uh, that was translated into Russian, that was translated into English. So it used to be Weintraub. And then when my ancestors moved to Russia, it became Weintraub. Okay. And now that we're here, like, I have some family members that still say Weintraub. I have some that say Weintraub. I have some that say Weintraub. So, you know what? The truth is, I don't care. Yeah, you don't care. But it, I was just talking to my friend recently who is in the industry, and he changed his last name um, because he had a, a long uh, Muslim last name. And he's like, it's just so nice to not spell it. It's so nice to not have to, like, explain it to people. Cut some syllables out of it. Yeah. So yeah. so Vine, Vinetrube is close enough. Ish. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Cool. That's awesome. how I say it. We did it. Yay. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about your origin story because it, it's kind of cool. Um, you you actually were born in Uzbekistan, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was born in uh, Uzbekistan in Tashkent, which is like the former Soviet Union. Okay. And then uh, when I was like three years old, my family immigrated to America. 
Actually, recently my grandmother was like, uh, you were two years old. And I was like, oh, I don't know my own story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it. So, uh, so yeah, moved here and then uh, grew up in L.A. and uh, started acting at a really young age. And uh, then threw it aside because I wanted to be an artist and tried to have other more practical jobs until I realized that this is really where I'm happiest. It, it's funny that you said that because I think a lot of us go through that. Like I, I myself, I started going to school and stuff for film and entertainment and I kind of got that – something clicked where I, I didn't think it was like an actual career that you could have. Yeah. You know? And you're like, it's oh, why? To be true. Yeah. It, it does sound too good to be true. And then I, I did like a lot of like really adult jobs. Like I was a teacher for a while. And then all of a sudden, I just like, you know, in the past couple of years, I was like, I really need to. And that's one of the reasons we do the, sh- the podcast is just we all have this sort of creative itch that we like to scratch. And so, yes. yeah, I don't I don't blame you for going back to it. Um, I did look up one of your first acting gigs and you said this in other interviews. So I apologize for bringing it up. But it's like the saddest character ever in, in the history of television characters. I know. <laughs> Can you tell our listeners what your first character was? Yeah, I played uh, Tati- uh, not, uh, yes, Tatiana in ER season one. Um, I played a, a little Russian girl with AIDS. <laughs> it's not funny. I know, I know. I don't know why I just laughed. I, mean, I think I laughed because no, you laughed. It's but... so funny. Are you kidding? I only spoke Russian the entire time, and Russian does not come easy. I mean, it's easier for me now, but when I was younger, I had a really thick accent. So anyone who speaks Russian and hears me just speaking in that episode can tell that uh, my mom was like on the side coaching me on how to say every word. And then the way that the the audition was me crying. <laughs> like, oh, we burst to tears and I was like, sure. <laughs> I was like, in the hallway telling me a sad story about a puppy and a fire so that when I walk in, I'm oh, already sorry. <laughs> Wait, does That's that ridiculous. does that mean that casting director had to just like sit through hours of little girls crying? Like, yeah, not just any little girls, bilingual little girls. <laughs> <laughs> like they would have done it with any accent. It could have any culture. It could have just been like little Spanish speaking girls crying, little German girls crying. Like, it was just, Man, children from all over the world in tears. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible job! There's a, there are a few jobs worse than that. Whatever, it's probably the same casting director that discovered Clo- Clooney. Yeah. So oh, that yeah. is true. That is true. So yeah, you got to work with George Clooney as a kid. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, right? It'd is be he- cool if I still knew him. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he'll he'll run into you one of these days and be like, I remember, I remember you crying AIDS kid. <laughs> well, yeah, you're the crying AIDS kid. <laughs> Perfect. What a terrible! <laughs> he just literally remembered you as the AIDS kid. That would be yeah. like such a terrible. <laughs> yeah. If he remembers me, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Any, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I Go still have a man's Italian village. Clooney. He is an Italian village. I don't know. He's got something like that, right? <laughs> but... I'm sure he does. No. I don't know. Spread rumors about George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> we call him the Clooney. He's got around forty-seven here. llamas, and he calls them all mom. You, know. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so um how did you how did you start to transition into comedy cuz we you know we do a little bit of stalking here and we see that yeah. you you did some UCB stuff so mm-hmm. how, what what made you kind of you know change out of um using finger quotes here your adult career and then shift over to uh to kind of pursuing comedy cuz you you're super I'm not just saying this you're funny as hell so I'm wondering like kind of what oh, pushed you to do that Well I think my adult career has been all comedy like I when I first started I didn't know what I wanted to do um, 
but well, well, I think a couple things. Um, one is being funny is the way that I would let people know that I was smart, that I had an opinion and that I wasn't going to kiss anyone's ass, that I was just going to like be real with you and tell you what's on my mind. And sometimes when you're honest, it comes out as funny. Mm-hmm. Like when it's just so true that it's funny. Um, and so I think that's where I started. It's just I just wanted to be uh, honest and liked for being honest. Mm-hmm. And then um, in college, I was a waitress, and I learned that if I was funny, I would get more tips. <laughs> so that's that's a big part of it. And then um, what else? Um, yeah, then I uh, I came to L.A. I came back to L.A. after college. And my friend from New York was visiting and was like, we should go see a UCB LA show. And I had no idea what that was. And, uh, and I grew up here. So we went to go see a show. And I totally remember what my first show was. Um, Brian Gallivan was performing. And the suggestion from the audience was Hollywood Bowl. And he started the show with I'm eating breakfast out of my Hollywood bowl. <laughs> and it was just a show about a guy who had a bunch of different bowls from every city. <laughs> and it, it was the best improv I've ever, I've seen bad improv, you know, oh, yeah. and that's so painful. And I have made bad improv many times, more often probably than I've made great improv, but that was just a great improv show. And it felt like they were, uh, you, you know, just wizards up there and geniuses and, uh, what a cool collaboration. And I had done a lot of theater in college that was all very collaborative that we would write and produce and uh, put up and costume and design and do all of it. So seeing improv was just that kind of thing that I was used to doing, that kind of creative collaboration, but in the moment without any prep, which as a procrastinate as a procrastinationist, a yeah. procrastinist, sure. a, a procrast, a, yes. a procrast. Of yes. course, as a kid, <laughs> it was really fulfilling for me and rewarding. I love knowing that I'm going to a show and I don't have to think about anything beforehand. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's an incredible skill. I mean, to be able to do that on the fly is insane. Um, I kind of always wonder how people can do that. Like one of the things I, I learned teaching was just how to make shit up. But it was always I always had to be. <laughs> sounds terrible. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I can say I just that made now. Up everything I taught. I can, what I does quit. that mean? What were you making up? I mean, how how to improvise on the fly and come up with answers, um, you know, mm-hmm. basically just from searching in, into your memory banks, you know, how to basically mm-hmm. fill a, a giant chunk of time, um, yeah. you know, without preparation is one of the yeah, things. Yeah, you basically like. have like a 30-minute set every day. Yeah, absolutely. But the good news is I got to repeat it, you know, I got to yeah. practice it, so. Well, stand-ups do that too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Well, that's awesome you did that. Um, how How did that end up transitioning into Live Prude Girls? Uh, well, being an actor can often feel like a waiting game, mm. as as I'm sure it feels for a lot of people who want to do things that are bigger than themselves. I was, you know, I wanted to be in big projects and I didn't know how, I didn't go to film school and I didn't know how to make anything. Um, so I would go on auditions for small projects and student films and things like that. And, um... I sometimes would work with people where I was like, I can do that. Like, I I don't know how to use a camera, but I know people who know how to use cameras. And I wasn't really going out for parts that I wanted to play or parts that I thought really showcased me. And uh, I met Stevie Nelson, who I made Life Crude Girls with. And her and I just hit it off right away. And I knew that I wanted to make a web series because I had been interning 
for I, I just knew I needed to start making my own content if yeah, I wanted. Yeah, yeah. And I and I'm sure that's like what what inspired you guys to make this podcast. It's just like if you want to be making stuff, you got to be making stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it scratches that itch, right? And you feel like when you know when you guys pushed out to the web and got such a, a great and positive response, it, it it made you feel pretty damn good, you know? And that was something that, you know, mm-hmm. when we started actually getting couple people listening to the show it was nice to, to see that people liked what we were doing you know yeah i totally agree well, it's too, it's, it was it's too easy mm-hmm. to make stuff now i feel like you know like it's it's just <laughs> yeah. too easy to do it like all the excuses of the you know i played music for a long time in my life and like <laughs> the excuses when i was young were like well to record you have to have you know thousands of dollars and to do this kind of stuff is, is just so expensive and it's so prohibitive and nowadays right. it's like, you know, with YouTube and with SoundCloud and with everything else that's out there, it seems almost ridiculous to not get a MacBook and just do whatever you feel like doing, you know? There are very few excuses. It's funny. Um, I just got a retainer. So <laughs> saying excuses is <laughs> really funny. <laughs> so you, have, you have one of the, the what is it, Invisalign, the clear ones? Yeah. The fancy it's- ones? Mm-hmm. See, but you I, can't, I, I just you can't see it but you can hear it <laughs> that's funny i actually i had one of those a long time ago and ended up stepping on it and i didn't want to tell anyone because i was too embarrassed that i stepped on it so i never <laughs> i never uh i never got another one and now my teeth are super crooked well, so don't step on your retainer yourself yes indeed so what was um for our listeners that may have not checked out live prude girls what first of all it exists all over youtube and you guys have like i don't even know millions of, of views at this point. I mean, there's like a, there's a lot, like I was looking through it. And I'm like, Holy shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have watched these. So what was that like? Um, you know, kind of having those blow up and, and what was the, the general premise of what you guys were making? Cause I don't think we listed that. You know? Uh, okay. So I guess the show that was most, uh, occurring on the channel was called, let's talk about something more interesting. And, uh, that was, it was just kind of like an awkward talk show, um, where I got to play a, a kind of like that super honest, maybe a little dumb version of myself, and Stevie Nelson got to play a more uh, cold version of herself. But um, we basically improvised the, these interviews with um, other YouTubers or comedians or celebrities. And um, I, I, there was no blowing up of no. it really it was no it was very very gradual but always very rewarding and definitely there was a growth so it kept us mm-hmm. working really hard but um i remember i would get like an email notification every time someone commented on a video or um or liked it or whatever and i would get so excited it would like feed me i remember we'd put up videos on thursday so i was like hi for the whole weekend on comments that's no, great yeah absolutely and then it got to the point <laughs> where I was like, I can't be getting these emails anymore because it's there's too many. Yeah, it's getting too many comments, which was like a really cool moment. Yeah, that's a great point to get to. Yeah, um, and uh, it was absolutely super fulfilling. And then we got to work with really amazing people, like other collaborators, and mm-hmm. got to take meetings places. And it was also just a way to show people our work to be like, put me in your thing because look, I can act. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that, you know, it's strange, but YouTube is such a powerful tool now uh, where you can showcase your talent to people for very little cost and have millions of eyes on what you can do. And, you know, I think I watched 
all all the um all the let's talk about something uh let's talk about something more interesting episodes and they're, oh, they're so happy they're fucking hilarious no they really are like the one with odin kirk was insanely good i was shocked when i hit like the matt damon episode i was like you guys talked to matt damon i was like oh my god and he seemed like he was so cool and just so down to earth you know he was yeah, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous i can't believe they let us do that <laughs> Every time we interview anyone, I say the same thing. Like yeah. we're we're talking to other people. They let us do. <laughs> um, they let you out of that closet that you're in. I know. Well, not it's Ash. So... He's still in that closet. But... Yeah, forever. I don't know what that room is, man. Uh, I don't know what. I think it was a laundry room a long time ago. <laughs> you you talk a lot about collaboration, but you do stand up also, right? I do. Do you do but you find one? What's that? Even stand up can feel collaborative. You feel like really. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you co-write with somebody else or? Well, no, but I do have friends who will come up to me and be like, hey, that joke worked really well. But if you said it like this, it would work this way. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I do that with like a a close circle of my comic friends. And then also I put up my own shows and I book comedians Mm -hmm. and, um, and that feels collaborative. And then we have like a purpose together, you know. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, the last Sunday of every month, my friends and I put on a show called um, the F and Funny Show, E F F I N. So if you're ever in LA, um, and we pick a different charity every month, and basically we just throw a party and put on a show, and then raise however much money we can for ther- for uh, for therapy. For therapy. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. It's all for therapy. <laughs> And then we try to make ourselves not comics. Right, yeah. You talk yourselves um, out of that one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a very collaborative thing, booking a show and uh, getting to meet other people. All of it feels like like not a one-woman deal. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. like you're – I mean, do you feel like you're trying to focus more on acting now with things like the other – like projects like The Other Space? and Or do you feel like you're still – liking to be able to do like just anything you feel like at the moment you know be able to do the stand-up be able to do the improv do the act kind of more straight acting not that other space is straight but you know like (laughs) to be totally honest i like doing it so much i like playing pretend Mm -hmm. and being in front of an audience and performing so much that i'll do it any way it's offered to me so if I can do stand up, I will do stand up. If I can do an improv show, I would do an improv show. If I get offered a dramatic part, I will take it. And if I get offered a comedic part, I will take it. I mean, as long as they're cool parts, like I don't yeah. want to be in garbage, but I really love performing. That's awesome. That is awesome. awesome. How did the, um, I'm sorry, you've probably been asked this question a million times, but I, I, it's, it's my job. I got to do it. How did the, the AT&T thing come about? And what, I mean, that is like literally, I don't know. I've seen it myself probably a couple thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And it, I mean, it's awesome though, because like it, it, you bring so much to that. Like you can, it's funny with a lot of commercials, you, people would change the channel, but every time that one's on, like, you know, we all sit through it. So what, what, oh, that's nice. no, it's true. Well, thank and you. and I have AT and T phone service. So. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um. Um, well, that has no reflection on me at all. <laughs> um, I, I that was just an audition. 
Yeah. Like yeah. I, I was just going on commercial auditions to pay the bills because YouTube, um, at the time we weren't successful enough to live on it. I mean, even now we're not, it doesn't make us enough money. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would do commercials. So I would do like, you know, if I could book two, three commercials a year, that would be enough to sustain me. And so I just went on one commercial audition. That's awesome. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it did really well on the internet. So they brought me back to do more. That's That's great. Do you, do you get noticed a lot, um, while wandering the streets for that commercial? I get a lot of like, where do I know you from? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it's you know, kids will recognize me a lot because I, I bet they just watch TV more or they watch mm-hmm. cartoons or something. But uh, kids will come up to me and be like, Lily. <laughs> but um, you're the ER AIDS baby. I remember. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's only George Clooney says that. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, it happens. It happens. It's more like that people because it's not like a longer. I think if they had seen Lily the TV show, they would be able to remember that this is who it is. Yeah. But because it's just glimpses of a face that comes onto your face, uh, comes onto your screen for thirty seconds, mm-hmm. uh, people don't have enough time to make that connection. Yeah, gotcha. I think I don't know. I'm totally guessing, but <laughs> I actually weirdly had a Twitter conversation about one of the commercials, and it was I'll try to remember which one it was. It was one where you have like a long awkward pause moment with whoever you're like talking mm. to and i don't remember who it was this is gonna was be this the, is exciting oh, what was it the bedazzled one no no it was older than that oh. it was it was probably a while ago uh, okay let's just let's all sit and think about which one it is for a minute <laughs> just be quiet shut, shut up hey everyone shut up mm-hmm. can we talk yet <laughs> yeah I can't no think of not coming to is. you sorry we'll just, Anyways. we'll just splice the answer in later and pretend it all worked out uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was an awkward moment. That's what your conversation was about. On yeah. Twitter? And we were talking about how, how like you, <laughs> such a weird, it was with Sean Baptiste. It was such a weird conversation. Oh. And it, we were talking about how you literally seemed in pain in that moment in that commercial <laughs> because it felt like such a long, awkward pause. So you either played it brilliantly or it really was awkward. One of the other. I promise you I've never been harmed in the making of an AT&T. <laughs> We're just let's, gonna put that out uh, there. Let's shift gears to other space because I I fell in love with this series and that was you know one of the big reasons I wanted to have you on. There's so much heart in this and I think the entire cast is really genuinely brilliant in this show. Like everyone, there is not an unfunny person. Normally on on every show, there's someone who I find like I can I can kind of skip that person, but everybody on the show is great. So how how did this come to be? <laughs> um, it was an amazing casting director. Was oh, really? the best casting director in the world. Uh, her name is Allison Jones, and I kiss her feet. I she, <laughs> she cast Freaks and Geeks and oh, wow. um, a bunch of Judd Apatow movies and a bunch of Paul Feig films and uh, Will Ferrell films. Like she is the comedy casting director. Wow, I mean, There's it shows. Like, they're amazing casting directors. No offense, but um, but Allison is is very special to me. Yeah, That's well, awesome. I mean, she she did an amazing job because, like I said, everyone is is insanely funny in the show. Um, for our listeners who who may have not checked out Other Space yet, what's like the the general synopsis of the show, and maybe um, a little bit about your character? Uh, Other Space is about a, a group of um, humans. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, who uh, who are on the UMP Cruiser, the uh, United Mapping Project, the Universal Mapping Project, and they uh, go off into space as uh, a part of the spaceship to um, basically map the universe. I'm doing a terrible job at this. <laughs> no, I think you're doing a good job. Good. You're, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it takes place a uh, hundred years in the future, and um, the the ship gets sucked into an alternate. Uh, universe where we get to explore all other all other kind of uh fascinating sci-fi things which is really amazing as an actor because anything could happen there are no there's no reality governing what happens on the show so you know we get we have a 3d printer so we can make anything pop up we i I won't give away how we can have guest stars and oh it's we, so good though yeah. you should you should give a hint because it's it's so funny there okay there are some people frozen <laughs> that we can we can defrost people okay so, I, i'm gonna spoil it for the listeners you defrost <laughs> like you just defrost a real world road rules challenge amish pro skateboarder is that who he was i don't think he was a pro skateboarder was oh he, he? was I don't know. He was like an extreme athlete, Amish, real world, road rules challenge. Yes. And then your character of Tina is a fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> uh, I think she's really cool. Um, she is, she's kind of um, heartbroken and torn up and um, high strung and um, maybe reminds you of like the craziest sorority girl, you know, uh, but she's, Really fun, and she's a ship's navigator, so she's not a, she's not a dumbass, you know. Yeah, yeah. There and are some moments where cute, and I would say she's so cute. <laughs> well, it doesn't like half half the crew essentially has a huge crush on her, so that's you know that that I don't is that a spoiler? No, they haven't had a crush on her, but she does kind of get around. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. Yeah. So um, me as an actor, I've had to suck face with a lot of people in those eight weeks that we shot the show. That was great. So you guys shot for eight weeks. Um, you guys all obviously it was all the set was awesome. Like everything about the show looks beautiful. Like the yeah. the visual effects on the ship, like the exteriors and all the space stuff. It's really really solid. Same guys that did uh, Battlestar Galactica. No way. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's oh, ridiculous. Really? Yeah, the show is is incredibly good. So um, I'll, I'll tell you I'm my. So glad you like it. I'm so glad anyone likes it. No, it's <laughs> oh, really good. So it's great. Yeah, it is really good. I mean, I guess we should tell our listeners it's available now. Um, the whole season's available on Yahoo Screen, which uh, I think you can get on like uh, Xbox 360 and Roku and on your PC and probably some other um, yeah, other Apple devices. TV. You Apple can also TV. just go to yahoo.com slash other space and watch it on your computer. That's what I did. I watched it, watched it old, old school style. Yeah, but if you watch it through the Yahoo Screen app, I think could be wrong but i think you can skip the commercials oh really i didn't know that i saw the the pizza hut big foot dipper yeah, pizza commercial, commercial. like yeah. 12 times oh uh many more times well thank you sir for sitting through that i did and actually you know the commercials kind of worked um i wanted to buy a pizza after a while hmm. and i switched hmm. my carriers don't want to buy a pizza that, that is very true so, um, what what are the prospects of us getting a season two of Other Space? What is it? Was it looking like at this point? Man, I wish I could say. Yeah, don't and know I, yet. I just don't know yet. It's yeah. killing all of us. I yeah. mean, we're all very hopeful, mm-hmm. and uh, Paul really loves the show. Paul Feig, the creator, really loves the show. So, 
I think that there, I, I believe that there is a future, but I have no idea. Yeah. It's such uncharted territory. So, you know, do, I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer to this, but our ratings just how many times people have clicked it or it's such a hard thing to gauge these days, you know? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Yahoo knows every detail about when you're watching and when you're laughing. Like, I'm sure that they have a ton of metadata on it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the reviews have been really good and, you know, that's not nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we really enjoy it. So we're going to encourage everybody to check it out. Thanks. I'm I'm really happy that you guys enjoy it. It's funny. Are you ready for some lightning round questions? Yeah. These are, these are ridiculous. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> the first question is, what is the first movie you remember seeing in the movie theater? Uh, ghost. <laughs> Really? Really? How old were you? When- Maybe it wasn't in the movie theater. Okay. That's the first. That's the first movie you remember seeing. Okay, you know what? I should go back to movie theater. I, the The earliest movie I remember seeing in the movie theater was actually The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Disney. Oh wow. yeah, and it was at the same time that Striptease was out. I remember watching. <laughs> That's isn't that funny how you remember that stuff as kids like which movies are playing at the same time yeah I remember walking past it and I saw it with my grandmother and I was like I hope my grandmother doesn't see me staring at that woman's body <laughs> don't look at the striptease poster just please don't actually watch that film <laughs> um, alright so next lightning round question Okay. Uh, what are your favorite television shows or do you even watch TV um, I watch some TV. I really like Game of Thrones a lot and uh, Breaking Bad. And uh, can it be canceled ones? Is that, or yeah, canceled ones. Totally. Uh, That's fine. 30 Rock and oh. Friends and Seinfeld and uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, yeah. Fresh and, Prince. Um, oh, Impractical Jokers. Is this a reality hidden camera show? That I really like. I actually have never seen that. I've never seen that. I love I love hidden camera prank shows. I love shows, hidden though. camera shit. I need to watch that. Um, yeah, how's that, that? Those are good answers. That's a good list. Did you see Did you see the latest Game of Thrones, the the controversial one? I did. You did. It's pretty pretty <laughs> terrible. Well, we won't talk about that. It's too, okay. Too dark. Okay. okay. Uh, next one. This is this is the hardest of the lightning round questions. Uh, you are stranded on a desert island, and a small box washes up on shore. What mm-hmm. is inside that box? Tampons. <laughs> practical. <laughs> that is. Well, there you go. That, that was, was the fastest practical anyone, answer. Yeah, the fastest anyone has ever responded to that I question. Just, I walked through the visualization in my head. I opened the box and that's just what happened to be inside. It's not what I want to be inside. But oh. that's what was there. That's just what happened to be there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to pizza. The perfect pizza is one topped with blank. Oh, why am I laughing so this? Okay, that's great. <laughs> I love it. Because what your podcast people can't see is me just putting my to the microphone. See, we normally don't do these with visuals. <laughs> I need to take a screenshot of that. <laughs> oh man, this is amazing. Okay, so here this is a serious question. This is a, a deep psychological question. Are you prepared? Would you get along with a 15-year-old version of yourself? Yeah. You would? Yeah. See, most people say no. Most people say no. So you must have been a tolerable 15-year-old. I was pretty cool. You were? Yeah. 
I was like, like really into like Rage Against the Machine and like <laughs> not showing up to class. Yeah. And um, I also have a younger sister who's about that age, and I'm really close with her. So I, I think we were kind of similar. Awesome. Well, that's a great yeah. answer. All right. So we, we do this signature question with um, all of our guests. And the question is, do you have a, a, a secret nerdy hobby or passion that you're almost too embarrassed to talk about? Or do you collect anything weird? I don't collect anything. Um, man, I wish. <laughs> I, it's I a hard question. Wish. I know. Reddit. I'm like really into Reddit. Are you really? I'll spend a lot of time on Reddit. This brings really? up a question. Uh-oh. Yeah, because when when I was you know <laughs> doing research for the interview, which just means googling your name, which is weird. You sound like a pervert when you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, sounds I like happened upon <laughs> I happened upon a Reddit about you. Yeah. But it's all just like gifs and <laughs> images of you, yeah. and I I don't have the context myself because. This far, no one has made a Reddit about me that's all GIFs and images. I'm waiting. Yeah, I keep trying to create it, and then somebody deletes it later. But is it weird? Is that weird? That's got to be a little surreal, at least, right? It's yeah. It's it's so bizarre. Are you are you wait or wait? Did I just is that just you in that? Are you posting your own images over (laughs) and over? And it's so weird. I can't believe it's up there, but I posted it. But I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, someone else did that, and I think it's cool. Well, you know, actually, I made a lot of the videos that they pulled gifts from. Oh yeah, yeah. So it just—it's just the whole thing is bizarre. I also love gifts, and I love sending oh, them to people. So it is nice right? to have gifts of myself that I text message my friends. Yeah, makes <laughs> sense. Like like your own emoticons, like personal. Like you just send <laughs> a gif of like this is what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. <laughs> Send them a gif of me it's winking. a brilliant idea. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's so bizarre. All of the Reddit stuff about me is bizarre because I felt like Reddit was my friend for a long for many years. I was like, Reddit keeps me company. Yeah, and, and the community is so positive and fun and really, I feel like they have a big heart. Um, and then when I became something that was on Reddit, sometimes I didn't feel that way because I felt like some scumbags and some perverts right but that's also just what happens i guess when you are a woman on the internet oh man i just like down this entire pod this is all my fault (laughs) that part out but it's kind of true true. it it is really cool that you bring that up i mean it, it must completely suck to be you know objectified and have people say shitty things and you know i didn't want to bring that up when you were talking about youtube um but you know you were you were saying you were starting to get so many responses to your email that you had to shut it off. And I'm sure while a lot of them were positive, there were probably a lot of really shitty things. Like, do you ever just stop reading comments like altogether? No, I still read all of them. Do you really? I mean, I guess I haven't I haven't been on my YouTube channel in a while. But when I was making YouTube videos, I read yeah. all of them. I read a lot of my Instagram comments and I read almost all of my tweets. Yeah. Um, people are mostly very positive And I don't take it personally because I imagine that the people – who comment negatively are really pathetic people. Like I don't, I would never write something mean on somebody's Twitter or Instagram or YouTube. Like I just, I would just change the channel. I would just go somewhere more interesting than like dwell in any kind of hate. Um, But some people are really comfortable there and 
it doesn't really bother me, to be honest. Um, the part that does bother me is when it's like, like, uh, some on some things on Reddit, they've like dug up photos of me from like college, like oh, from really? college oh, really? and stuff. Yeah, and that's like that's stuff that I didn't share with them, so it right. feels weird that they have it. But the stuff that I've put out there, like the gifts and stuff like that, like cool, enjoy that. You know, make jokes about it, mm-hmm. say whatever you want. But uh, it's it, honestly, I feel so fucking lucky to even be having this problem that it's not a problem. Yeah, well, right. it's good you have that perspective. You know, it's like you, you're getting to do creative things and have fun doing it, and yeah. you know, you're, you're getting to um, you know meet fun people and make some awesome shit. So that's, you know, that's a pretty great dream realized. And a lot of people don't get that. So, and more often than not, people are really amazing. That's a really good perspective. I mean, the, 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 the fans and the outreach and the whatever is overwhelmingly positive. So I'm not going to like sit on the few shitters that are out there. I'm not going to sit on the shitters. Don't Don't sit sit on on the the shitters. shitters. Never sit on a shitter. You should always name that this episode that. Don't sit on the shitters. shitters. I almost made it. Well, well, a lot of where can people find you on social media if they want to add you to their their lists of people? Their shit list. Their shit list. Yeah. Shitters can find me at (laughs) Mint Milana. M I N T M I L A N A. Awesome. On the Twitters. Awesome. And on on the Grams. (laughs) <laughs> and everyone should definitely check out Other Space, which is on uh, Yahoo screen right now, and definitely watch all of that and and enjoy it and tell your friends about it because we want season two and it's, yeah. it's up to us to bring it back. So, yes, thank you, thank you so much for coming on our show. It was a blast. Oh, so fun. Awesome. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> So how awesome was she? She was really awesome. Like was super fun. <laughs> yeah. I always feel weird because, um, and listeners, long time listeners who've heard all of our interviews know this, but like you kind of run the interviews generally, like Scott and I are here to hang out and not make you feel like you're just talking to somebody, but you usually run the and interviews. It's much appreciated. Cause... Yeah. So I always feel weird when I'm just sitting silently. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then the more awkward part is that usually we, we don't run video. We ran video this time. So it was yeah. literally just me like watching an interview happen. And I felt super <laughs> odd at times. But but she is super awesome and, and really fun. You know, we, we obviously didn't know her going into this. And uh, you never know like how the interviews are going to go. But she's so easy to talk to. Yeah, super easy. They, they you know, our, our longtime listeners will know there have been a, a handful of uh, of bad ones <laughs> but this was definitely one of the good ones and yeah. she's a blast and uh had a lot of really good things to say you know and a lot of really positive things to say about you know reading comments on forums and and basically like creating your own destiny in, in a lot of ways so sure um you know re- really inspirational just, just make your pro, make your own shit yeah exactly pro creating things you know like like that question about improv versus comedy versus acting and her just being like look i'm just excited about all of it i think that's really awesome so yeah so uh, yay to her and go watch Other Space. It is seriously hilarious. The characters are, are absolutely endearing. Um, I, like I just love I love the interaction. I just love I really ended up liking the show a lot. Yeah, it's got a lot a lot of really talented folks on there. And um, it's funny because I, I feel like if if this were, you know, I don't know, I feel like 
more eyes need to be on it is what I'm trying yeah. to say because yeah. it, it has the capacity to really, really blow up. So hopefully um, in our own little, little way, we can help that. Exactly. <laughs> we, we can help it out a little bit because people deserve to check it out. And, and uh, we want to see season two because I want to see what happens next. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Well, cool, guys. This is a short one. Yeah. We didn't have Scott here, so we felt like we'd wait to, to do some more talkie talks next, next yeah. week. So we'll jumbo size next episode, but uh, thank you guys for tuning into episode 203 of the Rated NA podcast. It's getting to the point where these numbers are kind of ridiculous to say, by the way. I know. Right. Um, we did of it. Course, we did it. <laughs> we did it again. Uh, you guys can find us on Twitter and it's at Nerd Appropriate. You can send us all an email directly and that is Matt, Scott, and Ash, NerdAppropriate.com. Go to our Facebook page, which is slash Nerd Appropriate, and uh, wherever you find a place to rate us, Rate us highly. Give us a thumb. Yep. Up. I think we do stars most likely, not stars. Thumbs, but give go us, for it. Give, give us, us two thumb. thumbs up in all the places that you can find us. Ooh, I think that's a in the butt joke. Is that an in the butt joke? I wasn't. That's for you. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll be back next like week the with the worst more stuff. in the butt joke ever made. If <laughs> it's an in the butt joke. That, that one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> what? See you guys next week. <laughs> video or not totally up to you guys um uh we can use it for a minute if if our audio quality starts to to tank we'll just turn it off and then go from will there. it be distracting for you how good looking i am <laughs> man right when the video came distracting on like... for you <laughs> that's the question when you see these these smiling faces yeah <laughs> are you really into tired looking guys because yeah man <laughs> we nailed Sleep, that demo sleepy old unshaven dudes that's us <laughs> I'm really into like guys and cluttered apartments. <laughs> well, you hit the you hit the jackpot here because this is like the oh my god, it looks so ridiculous. I look like I'm on hoarders. <laughs> this is why we don't use the camera. <laughs> <laughs>